We're live, Hungry for Hope podcast. And we got big time, Tim. No, Tim, you introduce yourself, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is. The one, the only, big time, Tim Cudges. And reckless Donnie Hart. Tim, that was pretty good. Eh. You know, you're starting your wrestling promotion coming up. Uh, our, our, wrestling our wrestling promotion, promotion. yeah. We, we might, you know, we got some good guys lined up on the mics, but uh, you ever think about going on the mic? You know, doing, you used to do what, play-by-play announcing for what, boxing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I might make my, my play-by-play return when we kick this, uh, kick this wrestling promotion off. Who knows? Been, we got to talk about that. I'm sure the people, people want to know about your, your boxing uh, days, too. But Tim, uh, I, I'm going to be honest, I'm pissed off right now. Tim, you ever been pissed off? Uh, yeah, pretty much every time I wake up. Well, what did you say? You asked me why I'm pissed off, Tim? I'll yeah. tell you why I'm pissed off. You know here at Hungry for Hope, we do Dining with Donnie. It's a great segment. We're, we're in the middle of doing a cheesesteak thing. Uh, pandemic messed us up. We usually eat at the studio. You know, we had El Wingador here, the five-time wing ball champion, number three professional eater. Uh, we ate wings in here, and we're at Toxic Radio. Everybody knows Toxic Radio. Uh, great place, but Tim, tell, tell them what they told us. I mean, let's paint the picture here a little bit, right? I don't paint, brother, but go on. So, Dining with Donnie is one of the pillars, the creations to We don't to do drugs for no more. That's our show. We don't do pills. Don't, don't listen to no, Tim. No, a pillar is like the thing that holds something up. It's like right, uh, you're in construction. So, the foundation. All right. One of the foundations of Hungry for Hope. And today we were informed that we can't be hungry while doing the show. Is that essentially what There's it was? There's a food ban. At Toxic Radio. They said I made a little mess, and because of this pandemic, they're trying to take all the things, and somehow, me eating cheesesteaks? Me eating cheesesteaks? Affects other people? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how. I'm, I'm confused. You see my sign here? I'm, I'm, I'm doing a non, non-violent, you know, protest. I don't want to go there, but, you know. Feed me, Tim. That's all I ask. Uh, feed me. We're trying to find the best cheesesteak. I need these cheesesteaks on the air. El Wingador's supposed to come on and cook us wings. We got some cool, cool people coming on to eat cheesesteaks. What, what are we going to do, Tim? Like, what, what are we What happens if El Wingador came back in? Was he not going to eat wings? Like, he's going to be pissed off, you know I'm what? telling you. He's already set up. He's coming in to make wings. And uh, Toxic Radio and Toxic Mike are going to have to talk to him. El Wingador, what's he like? Look like, what do you say? He looked like a house with legs. House with legs, yeah. That's a big like. house. Frick shit house. So, you know, that's on them. Mike, we're going to need some answers. Toxic Mike, if you're out there. We need freaking ants. Oh! Yeah. Oh, wait. There we go. So, yeah. The eating, I had to put a halt to it. Uh, we are in different times right now. We are in post-COVID. Well, not post. It's not over. It's still out there. It's still a thing. And I'm sorry, but Donnie is so, so, so intense when he eats. It's not just like regular eating. It's not just he sits down with a knife and fork. I mean, he doesn't put a bib on or anything. Uh, he eats like a savage, a savage eater, a, 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 a lion, not, not, not a tiger. We're not going tiger king. Maybe a but, bear, but so a, bear, oh a bear, a oh, bear. Oh, okay. He eats like he hasn't eaten in five days. So yes, we had to put the carbage on the food in the studio. This is so toxic. Mike, you tell us to build something. You say build something bigger. You're saying we're mm-hmm. doing a good job. We got yes. this podcast. Well, the bread, what was the word, Tim? The pillar? The pillar. The pillar of our show was dining with Donnie, and you take that away from us. This place is a prison. You take that away, Mike? Who are you, Toxic Mike, to take that away from me? It's Feed me, Mike. Feed me. There were, there were certain times when shows would come in after uh, Hungry for Hope, and they, they'd want to know what happened. Was, was, there, was there a buffet? Was there a tornado that came through? There was just meat and cheese and bread everywhere. We, we can't have that. I want the names and addresses of who was complaining. <laughs> Me and we, Donnie will El go to El going to be pissed, Toxic Mike, and uh, you know. We can't have that in, in a COVID nation. You're going to have to tell El Wingador. He was, he's cooking wings. Mm-hmm. You guys were going to have a wing off. He, he said is, he wanted to bring is, his own wings in. I got it. This is Mike's way of backing out of the wing off. Oh. If you guys don't know, Mike, oh. Toxic Mike and Tim were going to have a wing off. And El Wingador, one of our great friends and great fan of the show and uh we had him on as a guest he was going to come by again and bring like, wings in, and, uh, in no way mm-hmm. shape or form is this 
getting out in any way of the wing off. All I say is feed me. That's all. All right. I'm, I'm trying to find the best cheesesteak in Philly. That's what we're doing, right, Tim? Me and Tim have been to, what, 30 of them? He's trying to take Donnie, di- Dining with Donnie out of Hungry for Hope, and I just we're, don't feel comfortable we're with We're starting it. YouTube channels. We got videos. We got some really cool people doing stuff with us when the pandemic's over. We've been put on hold because of this, but we're finally starting to get back, and you know. We're back in the studio. It's feeling comfortable. There's a light shining in my face this time, but you know what? It's good. But you, but you look good. I do. We're making a lot of a lot of leadway with the cheesesteak thing too. We're we're gonna be announcing our top five soon. We're gonna be going all of them. We're gonna have the top five cheesesteaks in here. But uh every one of them in here. Two I, of each. I'm still freaking, you know, you believe that Sonny's cheesesteak. The one that got me sick, they're still you know, I when's the last time I talked about them, Tim? Sonny's cheesesteak uh, what, second market, Philly? Yeah, it's They got me sick. I, I threw up. For legal purposes, it's not Sonny's with an O, it's Sonny's with a U. I got this guy, he says he works or so, or he's affiliated with them, associate, I don't know who he is, I don't know if he really does. His name's Antonio. He's been calling the show, he's been calling Tim, he emails us, you know, he tells us we gotta stop. Stop what, Tim? Stop telling the truth? I won't, I won't be, uh, forgot my wording on that one, but you can't silence us. Should we you give can't. Sonny's a second chance? Isn't it like a third chance? Because remember that time you poisoned me? Any of our viewers, have you tried Sonny's cheesesteaks? They're, they're supposed to be good. They made Tim sick. They made me sick. I took pictures. I was throwing up. I was puking. I had a cheesesteak, cheese whiz with. That's my go-to. With fried onions. Right, Tim? Yeah. That's what you had. Correct. Right. And let me, let me clarify. If you put mayonnaise on a cheesesteak, you're a heathen. Is that worse than kicking up? Oh, agree. we're not doing the kicking the baby thing anymore? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're not. The- it, all right. We'll it's worse than eh, Mike banning cheesesteaks from the studio. That's what it's worse. All right. Well, he didn't just well, ban cheesesteaks. He banned food. It was a food ban. I think that's what he, yeah. he sent it's out this a- thing, you know, this email we get, you know, to everybody who's concerned. Uh, Toxic Mike. Or, no, I think he said his real name. I don't, I don't read. It, it, I don't read. It, de- it, it definitely was a ban on all food items. No, it was a ban on studio. my rights. I feel attacked. On my freedom, Mike. <laughs> that's what it was. You attacked me personally, brother. Well, I mean, you attacked the show. You did. Hungry for Hope was the uh, the jump off for the uh, ban of food in the studio. So I'm I'm fighting back, Mike. I'm telling you, brother. What do you want to rename us? Not be hungry for hope. <laughs> Just <laughs> don't feed anybody hope. Yeah. What, what do you want? <laughs> Have a miserable life. Dude, you're bringing up great points. We're literally hungry for hope. A lot of people are like, what the hell does that mean? Well, it's because on the way here, you had you put the bat, you charged the battery, put it in my back, and got me all hyped up. Now I'm, I'm angry, I'm confused, I'm hurt. People always ask me, hungry for hope, what's your podcast about? Tim, what is our podcast about? You know. That's the number one. All these guests we have coming on, we're booking to ask me, what's your podcast about? Even Tim Witherspoon was on, Junior, and he said, guys, I, I listened to all your episodes, and I still have no idea... What it's about, but I like it. It's about Tim Witherspoon's a great guest. It's about things and stuff. You know what I mean? We we spread hope. That's where the hope comes from. Just and throw it. The hungry. We do the dining with Donnie. We do a lot of. We used to do the dining with Donnie. We're on. We're on. You know what's that? A band right now. Yeah. But we we're bringing a lot of people and inspirational stories. A lot of local pro athletes and awesome people. We talk some sports. Uh, we're in the pro wrestling business now. I'm an ex pro wrestler. He's ex. Play-by-play pro boxing announcer, so you know we spread hope. We give you an hour to get away from the craziness in this world. That's what our show's about. Get yeah. away from it all. We try to just spread it around piece by piece. And we're excited. You know, we we haven't had many guests because we were doing Zoom, but we got ones lined up for the next like month. Awesome guests, right, Tim? You saw some of them. Yeah, seen the lineup. Donald some gave- big names. Some some real famous ones coming on. Friend, you know. We, we- we got some good ones coming on uh, next week. We got an awesome guests and uh, we're going to have some other guests we had before back on our wing door. I don't know what the food band now. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know if he'll even come at this point. He has to feel attacked personally by Mike. I want to see. Uh, wait a second. <laughs> if, if everybody, if anybody hasn't seen a wing door in the studio, go back and watch one of the previous episodes it's on my on Facebook, hu- on hungry for Facebook. I posted it today. So, I felt attacked the way he attacked Puppet Mike, so I'm just going to put that out there. He's an intimidating guy, right, Mike? You got to, you know, I'm a big dude. I'm like 6'3", 300 pounds, you know. Oh, Wingendor, he's big. He's bigger than me. I remember I used to watch him work out, man, when all that shit was going on. You know, he got in some trouble. He's talked about that. And uh, we went to the same gym, and they were were following him. 
whatever, you know, law enforcement that day to arrest him. And they, they said they followed him to the gym and they saw him work out. True story. He told us this. Yeah. They saw him work out. You know what they did? Then they called backup. They, they didn't realize <laughs> how strong he was. He's a Navani guy. He messed up. He, he owned up to it. You know, great story. Also, one of the, I always talk about him, but I really like the dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, did, did his time. Well, no you know, I probably wouldn't want to be the guy. Hey, didn't snitch. Didn't say a word. He did his time like a man. He messed up. That's what it's about. You mess up. You don't go snitch. You don't go tell on people. Never. That's the worst kind of people. You know, the guy who gets in trouble and then he tells on other people. You know, you do something, you man up. You admit you're wrong and you fix it. You know? Right. Serve your time for your mistake. Don't throw other people under the bus. Never. Never, never, never. Have some integrity. Have some loyalty. Be a, you know, you messed up. All right. Whatever. But you know what's crazy? They let people eat in prison. Just not on toxic radio. So you're saying I should get locked up, Tim. We're going backwards here. Going, <laughs> we're trying to go forward. That's what our show is about, Tim. So you're saying you want me to get locked up for the show? I'll do it for the show. Oh, well, I'm just saying that the studio's... More laws than a prison, is what I'm saying. I can't smoke in here. So, Toxic Mike is like the warden. Toxic Mike, you still out there, you piece actually, of shit, you. Actually, <laughs> oh. Warden Mike is your new name. I will I will gladly wear the tag Warden Mike here in the Toxic Radio Studios. You're talking um, real tough without El Wingador here, I, brother. I, I, I rule with an iron fist. Our fans want to see the food. We're trying to find the best cheesesteak. So if Donnie makes fun of me, I can just yell CL and you'll turn his mic off? Uh, sure. <laughs> You're the worst, Mike. It'd definitely be a thing. So, all right, that that's that. <laughs> Snitches are the worst people. You're right, Tim. We got that over. We Mike's got the warden. Was El Wingador's probably going to whoop his ass when he hears about this. Mike essentially was like, I want to fight El Wingador by saying we couldn't eat in here. Tim, Tim, you're looking great, by the way. You were in the hospital, what, last week? And look yeah. at him, he's over there, you know. You, you look good. Yeah, I feel good. Yeah, a little, a couple I, health issues down the line. I but. did, uh, if anybody tuned in, I sang you a song last week, right? You did. On yeah, the guitar. How'd yeah. you like it? It was called, uh, Oh No No Corona? I listen to it every night oh, before corona, I go to sleep. Corona, now. Oh No No No? Yeah. What do you think about it? I then? mean, you demonstrated clearly that you have the voice of an angel. Anybody else sing for you and uh, play a guitar while you were sick? No. You had kidney no, stones, didn't. you were in a hospital doing all this craziness over in Philly, correct? Nobody even barely called me, but you played a song for me live on... Well, I on got some house. good news. With everything going on, I did a remix of the Corona Oh No 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 song. Would you like to hear that, Tim? I think everybody would. Would the viewers like to hear me play the guitar and sing? I'll speak for them and say yes. Don't speak for our viewers, Mike. Uh, first off, I'm Tim. Tim. Say that again and there's going to be fisticuffs. Say no you more. You cheated on me? Toxic Mike, our show. You did the food ban. Now I got a song for you. Frank Toxic Mike, I want him to see this. Oh, boy. This goes out to Toxic Mike. Oh, Jesus. Reckless Donnie Hart here from Hungry for Hope. Oh, my God. Got some bad news today. Is it Corona? Oh, no, no, no. Tim, sing it with me. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. no. Tim? Oh, no, no, no. What is it, Tim? It's the food band. Tim, what is it? It's the food band. What's that, Tim? It's, it's the, the food, food band. band. All I want is a cheesesteak. But Toxic Mike says. What does he say, Tim? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. We got the food band. Oh, no, no, no. I want a cheesesteak, but they said what, Tim? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Corona? Oh, no, no, no. Killer bees? Oh, no, no, no. The food ban. Oh, no, no, no. Mike's a piece of shit. What do you think about that, Tim? What do you think about that, Toxic Mike? <laughs> Is that banned from the studio, too? No what guitar! You're going to ban the guitar? You're going to end that for us, too? I'm fighting back. How'd you like it, Toxic Mike? I feel like if we had a wrestling ring, I would pile drive you into the mat right about now. I would like to see if that's actually physically possible. I think it is. So, you um, know, we had the wrestling promotion. We're starting in a... We're going to have a lot of cool stuff there. So you're saying... I did. Here's something I've been noticing on social media. 
it's kind of interesting. I'm starting to see, uh, after a very long time of not seeing new promotions or in- independent promotions I've never seen before, are starting to pop up out of nowhere. And I know that you guys have been working on this, but is is there something going on in the Jersey Philly area where a lot of wrestling, independent wise, or new feds are, are starting to come about? He's gonna get me started, isn't Mike, he? No, and that's a great point. You gotta realize everybody knows where I'm ex pro wrestler. Uh, Mike was involved in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Tim Tim's been around it. We got a promotion. We did it in Pennsylvania where you got to get a license. It took a little work, you know. But uh, wrestling, you know, Larry Sharp used to always tell me, pretty boy Larry Sharp, he was my trainer from the Monster Factory back in the day. It's not, people used to police, not to say police, people don't want to hear that word, police wrestling, the pro wrestling business. You know, they want to let no jabronis in. Not just anybody could start a promotion. That shit's gone. That's exactly why you see, not all these promotions, don't get me wrong. We're communicating with some people we're uh, doing some work with that are good promotions, but a lot of these promotions... They're jabronis. They're people know Larry used to always say that the fans jump the thing and they don't buy tickets no more. They actually wrestle in the ring and run shows. You know, a lot of these people, they should be fans. There's nothing wrong with being a fan. Not everybody is born to be a pro wrestler. So but what you're saying is it is like really super easy nowadays to quote unquote just call yourself a, a federation. Mike, you could make one in New Jersey, New Jersey, and you could run a show probably, you know, next week. Really? Yeah. I mean, Pre, you know, pandemic, but probably I mean, still. Because you would think like insurance or I don't think company. Even, and, in, in PA, you do need that stuff. There's a lot of, it's more stringent. It's run by the Athletic Commission. Right. That's why we're going to start there. If we expand out to Jersey, that's fine. But we want to get our experience under an Athletic Commission, do things the right way. But people are scared to speak up on it, too. We're doing it the right way, right? Okay. We're, we're, you know, we're bringing back old school wrestling. That feel when you woke up on Saturday mornings and watched WWE superstars. The or, Goblin Gooker? Is that who you're bringing back? Mike, I'm done with him. Toxic <laughs> Mike, relax. We're bringing back integrity to wrestling. You know, we got some people. Just, I got to say this. We're protecting you, finishers. You, for could one. Be, you could be a friend of ours. You can be a good person. That doesn't mean we're going to book you. you know, nothing personal. Nothing personal. No. You know, we're, we're not going to book people who are untrained. These guys are untrained, Mike. You know, you train, you're at the Monster Factory. You know, I, I gave up everything for training. You know, I, I literally, not to brag, you know, I gave up everything. I, I, I moved home. I, I gave up some of my work. I saved, I had some money saved up. So I quit my job and I, you know, I talked to them and I, they were all excited. I went to this tryout with uh, Steve Cutler and WWE, me and him. We're at the tryout. He was my training partner. His, uh, his tag team partner made the news this week. He, he's, he's on SmackDown, and I'm here on Toxic Radio with freaking Big Time. Where did I go wrong, Tim? <laughs> I was going to say you're doing life right, but whatever. You know, way. he was my training partner for, you know, a couple years ass. before That's he got signed. He was, guy was a beast. We're going to talk about him later. But, you know, even him, he was a machine. I was a machine. That was our life. We went to the gym first. You know, to wrestle for us, you got to show us your gym membership. Yeah. You got it. We're going to call him. We're going to make sure you're still active. And we might even find out how many days a week you go. You got to go to the gym. You got to. You, you don't have to be, you know, some jacked up guy, but you got to go to the gym. And you're not going to be wearing t-shirts in the ring. You're wearing a t-shirt. Get the fuck out of here. Get out. Get them out of here. And if anybody kicks out of somebody's finisher, they're you're, getting the fuck out of You're wearing shoes too. or just, just wrestling sneakers, you know. Now, get, get out of here. Get, get them out of here, Tim, right? No, gotta, no, no. Got to go. So that's what we're looking for. In our, we're starting a, a local professional wrestling company. A lot of people know. A lot of people have been asking. We got Tim Witherspoon Jr. involved with us. He was on the show. We're going to, you know, he announced here live that we're training him to be a pro wrestler. Well, our company's training him. Yeah, we, we got different crossover athletes. That guy's a be- professional boxer. Pretty famous. Owns a gym, a boxing gym we're going to be working with. We got a former professional uh, mixed martial artist, MMA mm. fighter, who's Kid's a beast, right? That's what I'm saying. These we guys got about gonna... three MMA guys, pro MMA, professional. These are professional athletes. Well, they're going to be a two-sport athletes now because... We, we got look. a former NFL guy, too, and, uh, you know, we're looking for the best of the best. Are you guys going to have, like, a streaming aspect to it? I mean, a lot of things are digitally consumed. I mean, your show right here, Hungry for Hope, is digitally streamed to, you know, whoever wants to tune in. Will that be an aspect of your show? Or are you really going that old school where it's like you really have to be there and to watch it in any other way, you're going to have to like see pictures or find a video somewhere that somebody yeah, took gonna, and, and put on YouTube. We're going to be old school and sort of wrestling. We're not going to be ignorant. We this is a digital age. We're, we're talking about the wrestling. We're this talking is, about our wrestlers are going to be, you know, 
even these pro athletes we have, they're, they're put in training. Some of them are already training. We got them training. These guys might be, you know, pro athletes who made a living off professional sports, but we still need them to train in pro wrestling. It's a whole different sport, but it does help having a background like this, you know, guy who was a professional MMA fighter. That, that helps a lot because a lot of wrestling's in that, you know. Well, wait, there's a, a Elizabeth in the chat room just asked, uh, start a Divas League too. Will, will there be women it's funny. involved and will women just be, will women be eye candy or will they be wrestlers? We have respect for women. We're not looking for them to be just eye candy. If our fans want eye candy, we'll have eye candy, but we... we I, feel, I feel disrespected by the term diva. <laughs> we will have female wrestlers. It's funny you bring that up. Uh, somebody, they might be listening. I'm not going to say their name. They reached out to us, and uh, they're, they're in the bodybuilding world, and they asked. They, they wanted to train in wrestling and uh, being a manager of valet, and they, they said they looked at other places, but they heard what we said, and they said, we're, we're doing it right, it seems like. We're not no carny, you know, the, the things she heard from us, and... uh. She asked if we, we could train her. I said, absolutely. We get going. You know, you want to do things the right way, we'll do it. You know, Tim Witherspoon came. He, he's down. You know, that's a guy. He's going to be great, I think. What do you think? Oh, definitely. And the, the MMA guys are going to be good. We got some Lex great ones. Ludlow, love him. His charisma is. The kid's part. dynamite on the mic, right? Exactly. And then we're going to do some things different. We're going to teach. And we got great other, you know, pro wrestlers who are famous all around the world. They're going to be coming in, too, to. But we're going to teach these new guys how to run pro wrestling like a, a business. Some some stuff that people aren't doing before that they might have done in other sports to help them become successful and help them be able to move up the ladder. Because that's what we're going to be here is to develop, develop and build. You know, like Mike, Toxic Mike brought up, you see all these companies starting and then other people actually go work for them. They're getting no money, but, you know, they'll give them a fake little belt. Toxic Mike, you listen to this, they'll give them like a belt. Or, or anything, or they'll give them a match and let them win, and they'll bring all their friends, and they, they can tell their friends are a pro wrestler. They might have been trained, like, two times by somebody you never heard of. They've never gone to the gym. They have no, no athletic background, but they're a pro wrestler. They tell their friends that. They post stuff online. They wear a little belt, and, you know, they go around wearing their T-shirt and their sneakers and wrestling. And that's disrespect to all the guys that came before us. You know, disrespect to my trainer, Larry, who died. You know, back in the day, then people got their ass kicked. But now you can't do because you're the bad guy. You kick one of their asses, you're the bad guy. But we're just going to not book them, Tim. We got, that's, when I, people said, you're going to get back in the wrestling. You're going to do this. And I saw someone, I really didn't want to get in it. And then when Tim came to me and he's like, well, you can control it. I said, hell yeah, Tim, let's rock and roll, brother. Right, because we, we were watching a lot of deathmatch stuff, stuff like that. And it just. Which that, that's a whole different thing. We love, and no. I support it 100%, but it's not what I look at when I think pro wrestling. And I'm not against it. I watch it. It's entertaining. It's we're fun. We're more against the guys who call themselves pro wrestlers. And let's be honest, they're fucking not, Tim. They didn't train. They don't go to the gym. They don't care about it, you know? Right. That's cool. Go, you like wrestling? Go buy it. There's nothing wrong with buying a ticket, you know? I was, I was pretty big at. I had a, a football background, semi-pro football, college football. I've wrestled my whole life. Wait. You know, and I, I went to the gym every day. My day was all about pro wrestling. I went to the gym all day. Well, and also, then I went and trained. Also, with, with, with audience members, and I'm looking back to the days of, like, ECW, if you want the notoriety of, like, the wrestlers are being involved, if you remember back then, you had guys like Hat Guy, or the Stern lookalike. You know, Hack Guy was actually um, my manager at one, one show before. I didn't know who he was. I didn't really watch ECW back then. I love it now. I didn't really know who he was. And now okay. I, yeah. But you had guys like that that started off in the, the, in, 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 with the, in the fans. A buddy, buddies of mine. We might have to bring Hack Guy in, Mike. Pro, you should. Pro Wrestling Unplugged, PWU, which was a, a rising federation in Philly for a little bit. Um, my buddies started the Whiteboard Mafia, and they became a part of the show and got brought into the ring. They weren't wrestlers. But they, they were put put into the angles of the wrestling storylines. That angle so, would have did well today. So I know. So you know the the whole thing is like there's a place the, for the guys fans, who aren't the made fans to be. can be a part of the show. You just have to do it correctly. I'm like that's a great point. I actually brought that up to a dude. I told him I was like nothing personal. I was like I, I like the dude. He had a lot of a lot of spirit. He he really you know he, he was a good dude, but he just wasn't made for you know pro wrestler whatever. Hey, so I told him there's still a place for you. You know there's still just because you're not meant to be a pro wrestler, you don't have the heart to go work out every day and train at it, you can still be something else. You know, you could be a manager. You, you could be on the mic. You can uh, just help us promote <laughs> or something, you know. Right, Tim? Yeah, absolutely. There's always a place. to Put, put together a ring. Warm up other people. Like, there, there's stuff that you can do and get involved 100%. And we'll definitely get you involved, but it might it's 
Good chance if you're not sure if we're talking about you, we are, and there's no place. Another personal. We might like the person. Like I always, the best thing when I had that monster effect. This is back like the, the old monster effect, the real one. Pretty boy Larry Sharp. It was different, you know. He ran it. We'd have, you know, it was like four grand or something to to pay to be a pro wrestler to get training. You got to go to a training like a school. It's like, but they were like the Harvard of pro wrestling. Right. Pretty boy Larry Sharp trained everybody. Bam, bam, big little King Kong Bundy, you know. People would come in, I swear to God, and they'd come in, they'd have the $4,000, they'd have the cash, or they'd have the check, and you had to do a little tryout. The tryout was just like a bump, you had to talk real quick, you had to run the ropes, you had to do a back bump and a flip out of the, that was how you, you do it. You ran the ropes, you did a flip out of the corner, and you did a back bump, and then you talked on the mic a little and told us about yourself. I saw it so many times, these guys would come with the money in hand, 4000 ready to pay Larry, you know. Larry wasn't a rich man, they'd have the money, and I'd be there, you know, because I was training, I was there every day, I never left that place. And ah. Uh, thing they'd always say why do you want to be a pro wrestler this is all i want to do my whole life they say my whole life and these guys would be out of shape they'd be like, oh, what's your background you have amateur wrestling never no no amateur wrestling zero oh you're ex-professional football player no athletic ability not an ounce of muscle but this is what they wanted to do their whole life your dream you have a dream but you haven't done anything what have you you know what's a dream without a plan you know it now, was my dream, and I busted my ass. I woke up every day, went to the gym. I chased it. You know, what, what's the point of a dream without chasing it? And, like, and, and I'm not saying you have to be completely muscular and stuff. There's people there's people we know that have the look, and they might not be fantastic shape, but they can wrestle, they train. They're and, respectable. Right. I can think of a few off the top of my well, head. I talked to John Dams, great guy. That's exactly who I was thinking He's like, of. oh, I'm not sure. I was like, John, you're perfect. You walk into, that guy looks like a guy you walk in a bar. He looks like he kick your ass, right? And he wears gear. He's got the. He wears the gear. He's a complete professional. He's yeah. a complete professional. He's not some cookie cutter bodybuilder, but he's a, he gets it. He gets it, right? He knows. He, he knows, knows his business. role. He really does. Yeah. Great guy, John Dan's. What's up, brother? I fought him in uh, the celebrity boxing. I fought him. Great too. opponent. Great guy. Uh, definitely could see him uh, around our to be determined wrestling name. We yeah. got a name, but we're going to announce it when the time comes. Kid hits like a jackhammer. Does man the kick and hit? He, he's an amateur boxer. He boxes all over. Real, real good guy. But that—that's the whole thing. Like Mike said, you, there's a room for people who just don't have that pro wrestling thing, but they got that heart. But and not the, in the ring. We're gonna get you to fuck out of there. We don't want you in here. You're but, a disgrace. If you come in that ring and you're not really trained, it's just a disgrace. Like the, when, you, when you say you're, when you call yourself a lawyer and never go to law school, right? And then based off our plans, I'm a lawyer. You fuck out of here. You ban food. Stop talking to us. Get him out of here. <laughs> You got to go, Mike. Go downstairs. Rest of the show. See ya. Now, but, like, we, there's even going to be opportunities to develop and get ready to be in the ring and be ring ready. But you're not going to be in that ring until you're ring ready. We told the same thing that, you know, Tim Witherspoon. We, we told him. Tim Witherspoon Jr., pro boxer, Witherspoon name. His dad was two-time heavyweight two-time. champion. One-time two-time. celebrity boxing. And we told time. him, you know, we told him straight up. And he said, absolutely, I'm going to bust my ass. And the guy, you could tell he trains like a nut. What did he do? A lot of that running. Yeah, I don't under, I ever understand why you'd run. I, I run under two situations, mm-hmm. Tim. If I see smoke behind me or lights, the cops or my house is on fire. Besides, I'm not running. I did the monster fact, but we did like more like cardio. Like we were working out while we were running. We did stuff around the ring, but I, I hate running. Uh, Tim used to make me do torturous stuff. So like the, Tim like trained suicide, you for boxing, yeah, right? Like suicide Witherspoon, type Witherspoon, exercises. Uh, boxing gym over in Bristol. Witherspoon Boxing and Fitness in Bristol. Yeah, he's doing live Facebook classes. I saw that. Yeah, and he's like, that's I give my hats off to him, right? He's not making a dime doing that. He's not charging anybody their memberships. He's losing memberships because he did a peaceful protest in Bristol, like completely peaceful. That. No that's issues. Awesome. I see everything he's doing. Like man. That. I never knew the guy until he came on this show, and I could tell right away I liked him. Uh, yeah, he's a stand up, stand up as individuals. All that get. going on, I couldn't, I couldn't believe. What did he tell us? Like, he's losing business. Everybody, you know, obviously, you know, he's a small business owner. He's losing money. It's, it's a fact. What did he say? He was donating to people. He's going around giving back right now. Right. And he was getting screwed out of that small bu- those small business loans because of those big corporations. Like, uh, so he could be greedy. Check, he could be- stuff like that. Taking all the money. The Los Angeles Lakers got the small business loan. That blew my mind. <laughs> you know, it really grinds my gears. These big businesses. And <laughs> I hate big business. I re- right now, you really see it, you know. Small business. Everybody out there, go support small businesses. And for, less, we're, we're always, we have a lot of people we work with in small businesses. We got tons of them. And Verizon. Verizon. Well, small business. You know, well, get, the people need it right now. Well, and here's what people don't know, and this is what I was explaining to a friend, because they're like, oh, well, 
you know, who cares? Those small cell phone stores are big business, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, a lot of these places are independently owned, owned by one or two people. People are asking me for jobs because their Metro PCS store burned down, and it's like one owner to that store. He doesn't have any other stores. He doesn't have anywhere else to go. And, like, that's what they reach out to. Like, not everything meets... I forget how I'm trying to word this. But, like, all right, so your average cell phone store, most likely it's an independent owner, so... I don't even know where I'm going. What you're saying is support yeah. small business, so guys. Support small business. You're going to support us when we start our wrestling promotion. Support Bean the Bean. Bean the Bean Coffee. They're, they're another one. We, I work with them. You know, you know I'm, I'm involved with Bean the Bean Coffee. We talk about them. They're based out of Port Richmond. A lot of shit was going on there lately in A Philly. Lot. And uh, they're not, they lost 90%. 90%. They're wholesale coffee. They distribute to all the cafes and everything and some hotels. They lost 90% of their business when they first started. You know what they were doing? They donated coffee to, I think, every fire station in the city. All the people on the front lines, they were given all the hospitals. They don't have money. You know, they're, they're going broke because of this. And they're still giving back. Listen, you're hard, man. That's what we're all about. Me and Tim, we fucked up. We've been there, you know? Yeah. We ain't perfect, and that's why we started this show. You can, you can turn around. No matter what else is going on, you can still be a good person. Right. world can, can be burning around. You can still be a good person. Don't let what's going around, on around you, what's going on in the world change who you are and i always said this right so you know how in sports when somebody's like awesome like a floyd mayweather bryce harper or alex rodriguez can name can't joe montana we, we get it tim we get it right everybody's gonna fucking sit here all day jesus christ all, all day oh Every- you know joe montana yeah yeah we get it all right tim. so they're all time all time greats in their, we, we their sport field right yeah, so, yeah. It, alex rodriguez all right fuck off breakfast but, donnie hart no he's co co mike <laughs> Toxic Mike, you get out. <laughs> All right. So what I'm saying is you don't have what are to, you saying? Cut? You don't have to be an athlete. You don't have to be a famous person to be an all time great. You can be taking McDonald's orders. You can be volunteering. Just be the best at what you do. And that's what makes you an all time great. If you know you're giving the best performance or the best. That's what the, the best you can do. If you give you everything, you give 100, 110 percent. You fall under that category. Don't let fame, don't let being a sports athlete fool you. Just be an all-time great. Be the best that you can be. Be the best you, Tim, right? Yeah, be the best you. Be the best freaking you. Bean the Bean Coffee. Check them out. You can go online, beanthebean.com. They work with us. They donate tons of coffee to us. They help in the community. Uh, they're, they're great. They're one of the first people who you know, got involved with us as a sponsor. And they help us in tons of ways. And uh, You can buy their coffee online. They got a bunch of specials going on. I'm telling you, this coffee's great. The one guy there, he, he used to grow coffee in uh, Colombia. No, not cocaine, Tim. Not cocaine. Coffee. So anyway, Tim's over there flexing. You know, these guys, they're the best. But anyway, like I'm saying, Tim, let's get back on track here. <laughs> small business. Small business. Do it. Yeah, absolutely. And especially all these small businesses, we're, we're getting back open. I don't know if we, we didn't even touch on that yet. What we were Talk, talking about. Tim. You're such a good talker, brother. Tell us all the big businesses. CEO Mike. <laughs> yes, we are getting back into the swing of things. I'm not coming out there. All right. So basically what we were reading the articles earlier that I guess Governor Wolf and the Senate are trying to fight on reopening stuff up. Like these small businesses that should have been back to business a while ago, earning money, trying to stay afloat. I'll wait till you're done. Come on, Tim. It's you. <laughs> no, Come on, Tim. But that's what we... we once these open up, we got to be out there supporting them. I agree with you for once in something that it should be our priority instead of going to a starbucks or dunkin donuts go, go get the, bean the bean coffee go, yeah you know go go get it go to a small coffee shop around the corner go to something privately owned by one person you know or it doesn't matter how many people but they have one location two locations they're small and they need the, don't business. listen to nbc listen to toxic radio right don't listen to joe rogan podcast listen to us fuck listen cnn to these, listen to these assholes brother <laughs> Toxic Mike. <laughs> but that that's a great point. So they're going against... Wolf, Wolf wants to keep him down. Yeah, he's kind of like... He's bitch-made a little bit. You're not a fan? You don't do politics. Do you, Tim? We I don't, don't do politics don't on do, this show. That's one of you know... I don't do politics. I do... Are we you, give you an hour where you don't have to do politics. You don't have to get involved in that shit. That's right. not what our show is right. about. I'll digress. Well, the dude's a scumbag. He's a scumbag. I don't <laughs> care what he is. He could be a doctor, a great all-time athlete. 
I feel like these small businesses are getting closer and closer to going under because we're not lifting the... Ins- I mean, it, it's time to get back to the real world, and that's about as political as I'm going to get. Let's open it up, let's get these people their money, and let's support small businesses. So, great point. We're going to support some cheesesteaks coming up, right? Small yeah, we're business? We're definitely going to support some cheesesteaks, but I think they're back to business. They're back Take to out. business? Take out. Where would you go? If you go to one cheesesteak place right now, Tim, where would you go? Steve's Prince of Steaks, baby. Steve's Prince of Steak. I'd love to know where our fans would go. What? Light it up. Fans, where would you go get a cheesesteak? Me and Tim, we had some good ones on here. Me and Tim went to one day. We went to Tony Luke's. And don't, you, about, don't uh, you dare uh, say a Jersey place either. When I've got a better about. question. No, talk to here we so, go. So right he now, doesn't like cheesesteaks, obviously. No, no, not even talk, Tim. No, because no, we, we always do the, you, you guys always do the cheesesteak thing. They're opening. They're going to start opening at least in Jersey, as far as I know. Uh, on Monday, they're opening outside dining and outside bars and all this other stuff. And a lot of people are itching to get out, no matter what they can possibly do. So where where is the first place anybody's going just to go out and eat? I mean, I'm sure tons of people have been, you know, ordering Grubhub or ordering Uber Eats or something to that effect to get the food that they want from going out to a diner or an establishment like like a Red Robin or something to that degree, like where's everybody want to go first? Like, where are you going to eat? I heard they got good steak. What's that place on 130 cheerleaders? Uh, not cheerleaders. I heard they got a good steak there. Good buffet. You like their I, steak? I actually, the, the one you place. You're going to like, don't, come on, little man. Little brunch. Where little brunch going, action. Like, where are you the, going, brother? The one place I want to go to is Harper's in Clementon. Harper's and Harper's Pub. That's where are I want to go. Are they a fan of the show? They are. They 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 were the ones who hosted our first official Wing Mania. I didn't say are they a fan of Toxic Radio. They're a fan we of said, are they Toxic fan Radio. Radio. They're a fan of all the shows on Toxic Radio. <laughs> well, you Good know, save. getting back to our man Al Wingendor. He's opening up. Uh, you know, he he's going to have food, like Mike said. He he's going to be opening. You going to check them out, Mike? Absolutely. You better believe it. He mentioned it. He's going to be back on to talk. It's supposed to be open because of the pandemic. Uh, he shut down. Of course. He, she said a Jersey place. I knew I knew somebody was going to drop donkeys in, in New Jersey. We're looking for the best cheesesteak in Philly. Just so all of our people aren't up to date on it. We're going to get the donkeys. We're going to get the Jersey. We're looking for the best cheesesteak in Philly. Donkeys? You know, John's roast pork in South Philly. Whoo. Whoo. You never ate there yet, Tim, did you? That's going to be one of the. Yeah. Have you ate a John's roast pork? Yeah. I mean, I'm born and raised in Philly. So you ate at John's Road? Yeah, Just answer the question. Tim. I said yeah. I said yeah the first time. I didn't hear you, Tim. You're kind of what, you're talking on a radio over there. Yeah. I heard a niner or something. Getting real quick to see if Donnie can actually fight. Real quick. <laughs> but Tim, let's get to serious questions. You think John's roast pork going to be in our top five? Yeah, I think they'll be in our top five. I see Steve's being in the top five. How about that place Tony we ate at? And uh, where was that? Germantown. What was that? Max's. Yeah, I mean, that's a debatable one. I mean, they're they put mayonnaise on it, right? Yeah, that's their signature sandwich. Like, I like the atmosphere. I loved it. Yeah, we were the two white guys. You know, we're, we're the. It's cultured. It was on Creed or Rocky. Great, the people were awesome there. You know, they they saw us come in. We we're like two little white guys, not little white guys, but yeah. we're like, I'm like, oh, I'm doing this thing, cheesesteak, and that guy's right away. You know. They were cool as hell. They got Lion's Head on tap. They got a little bar in the back. We were sitting there talking to everybody, you know. Yeah. They really helped us out. They're a they're funny funny place. but uh, Very clean bathroom, too. I always look for that when I go into They were eateries. in Creed, right? They were in Creed yeah. and uh, This Is Us or some show like that they told Cre- us. Creed or This Is Us? Those were your two They options. were in Creed and they were in another show. Oh, okay. <laughs> then you got down there with what? The Alessandro Steaks. They're good. They're good. Tony Luke's is... Mwah. Tony Luke's is great. Tony Luke's, we snuck across the street to eat it. That was funny. No, we're, not snitching. we're not snitching. That, that was funny. That, that was a good time. But uh, you think Tony Luke's is going to be the top five? I would. I, we really want to get involved in this cheesesteak thing. That's why we're asking everybody, please tell us. Contact us. Let us know who your favorite cheesesteak is in, in Philly. Philly. In Philly. How about in Joe's? Philly. Joe's. It used to be called Chinks. What did I, who do we have on the show? Hazel Roche. Uh coronavirus survivor what do you have 20 percent chance of living 20. what did he tell us he was in his hospital bed on his deathbed right yeah they, they really he said he almost died like three times it was a really crazy story great guy great family man from north philly and he told us all i'm thinking about he said he's there on his deathbed they gave him 20 percent chance he was in the icu for what two weeks two oh a temple i think he said all i was thinking about is your damn cheesesteaks down i'm so <laughs> pissed off i was like i'm never gonna get one of them if i die so what do we do? A hunger for hope. We had him on the show like the day he got out of the hospital, right? I think he still had his band on. Yeah. 
That it was, was fresh great. Out. That was a great show, man. Thousands and thousands of people watched that show. I'm surprised. Like 12,000 people. That was our prior best show. I'm surprised he even came on. I asked him just one time, hoping, just throwing it up there. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll definitely be Because he wanted to spread that message. So this was serious. He wants to spread that out. And uh, you can get past it. So what do we do? A hunger for hope? We give back. So we sent him. It wasn't just him. It was his sister, his mom, and him. They all lived together. They all got daughter, daughter. His I daughter. Think. Yeah, yeah, his daughter. Jack's right, by the way. So we, we sent them cheesesteaks. Them things were, I had to send them through. Uh, was that? One of them, one of them delivery services that came two hours late. The one I should have bought stock in is DoorDash. DoorDash. They, they came late. They got the cheesesteaks. They were happy as hell. But, you know, they waited two hours for huh. I tried to get a refund of that. I was like, fuck, you know. Yeah. They're good people. We sent them cheesesteaks. Uh, I took the money out of the Hungry for Hope account. You know, I think Tim. That's why it's in the negatives. <laughs> That's a good spot. It's at Northeast Philly. There's one in Fishtown on Frankfurt and uh, Gerard. You, you've ate in there, right, Tim, or not? Did I bring one in for you? I don't think you brought one in, but I'm pretty sure I've ate there before. Talk into the mic, Tim. I'm done. Joe I, Steak. I resign immediately. Joe Steak, please try it out. It used to be called Chinks. That's what everybody will know. Was it politically correct? They changed the name. It's still the they've been around forever. Yeah, everybody will know it as Chinks, but it's renamed to Joe's because of political correctness. And then you got, what's that, Phillips? You've been there, Tim. Phillips no, no, I've 20- never actually been to Phillips. It's at 24th and Pass Young. That's the one place. Everybody in South Every- Philly said that and John's Roast Pork. John's Roast Pork to die for. My God, they're bread. It's all the bread. What did I say, Tim? It's the bread's bread. the backbone of a good cheesesteak. It is. You know, other stuff could be that, but you got good bread. You don't have good bread, you can't make a sandwich. No. You got good bread, you can still have a bad sandwich, but you definitely cannot have a good sandwich without good bread. It's the backbone of a good cheesesteak. We get back to Dining with Donnie segments. Gonna, Which we might. I don't know. It depends. Yeah, Mike hates. We're having a food ban here. If you aren't in, we have a food ban. A toxic radio. We're not allowed to eat. Mike hates food. But Phillips, Tim, I I wasn't impressed. I think they got big time. A lot of people ranked them number one, and then I think they fell off. Great people, cool environment, but they're good. Don't get me wrong, but uh, they didn't stand out. You know, you got to stand out. You know, and you got to be humble too, like Steve's. Right? They're the prince of steaks. They're not the kings. They're not number one in steaks. Well, Pat's is the king. Right, but they're not number one in steaks. They're not the steak champs. They're prince of steaks. Pat's and Geno's. You know, people, people they're, say they're tourist traps. I think they're cool. That's like what the city's good. about. You can sit out there. You can have a cheesesteak. And when you're done, you can go across the street to Rim Cafe. Our buddy Renee. Great place. Rim Cafe. If anybody, it's right there on, like, what's that, Ninth in Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's awesome. He's a great dude. The Rim Cafe. Go in there. You get a... He makes you, what are the cannolis, coffee. He has this little flame thing where he makes everything. And I could go for a cannoli. This place is amazing. He's an awesome guy. He does a lot of great stuff in the city. Uh, I've gone in there. He took care of me and my girlfriend. And it was a great place. Awesome. Check it out. You've been there, Tim? No, but when I get... Rim Cafe, it's right next to Geno Sticks. So you get a cheesesteak, then you go get a good coffee. He has everything. All the snacks and chocolates. His cannolis are bigger than your head, Tim. you got can, a big head. When I can get into a cannoli place, I'm just going to be like... Oh, both can always each hand. I bet you are. Go to Rim Cafe. Don't do that, though. Don't say I'm you know offended. me. <laughs> Toxic Mike, what cheesesteak in Philly would you eat right now if you had a chance? None, because he banned it from the, from the studio. Wow. Wow. Tony Luke's. Tony Luke's. Tony Luke's. So if, we my, had, my, if we had the Tony Luke's owner in your studio, would you let him bring a cheesesteak and eat it? Absolutely. That's a possibility. That absolutely. is. That, I, I would hand him a knife and fork and say, here you go, sir. My mom so, wants to know why we're ignoring Jim's. Oh, Jim's steak, great time, Mrs. Tim's mom. Great. Jim's steak, I- I've been Is there Is that before. the South Street one? The South Street. It's right on, I guess, like 3rd and South Street. Uh, I really got to stop eating food like this when my mom's watching. They're next to... Everybody, I, Photoshop it. <laughs> you know, I was eating, what, three cheesesteaks a day for a couple weeks, Tim? I was trying yeah, to find so, the best one. So unhealthy. Because I thought it, like, I really had to judge them. I had to eat them, like, back to back. So I was eating like three a day, man. Uh, and then maybe that's why I threw up. Maybe You're supposed to sunny. eat saltines between, too. I, I don't think you Jim, do that. What's a place across from Jim's? I'm not good with words. Kitsabizzle or? Kitsabizzle. Shabizzles or something it's called? You know the place? Kitsabizzle. I don't know the place. Anybody knows the place, please. Sh- Shabizzles? It's, it's, it's on like some fourth. Great... It's right across the street. Yeah. They were good. A, I know Jim's was actually about. good. You know what you got to do at Jim's? You go to Lorenzo's Pizza first across the street. You ever been there? Yeah. On second and south, you get a slice of pizza. Their pizza's like this big. Anybody ever eat Lorenzo's? Then you have. Uh, maybe not. Toxic but... Mike, have you ever ate Lorenzo's pizza? Yeah, of course. Everybody has. Who hasn't been on South Street and drunk as hell and 
stumble over to get a slice. All right, Toxic Mike. Really. All right, calm down, man. <laughs> I mean, right. that's what you do. You go to the TLA, you, you have a few, you party, you get in the mosh pit, you come out, you're sweaty, you stumble over to Lorenzo's, you order two slices because you're really hungry and realize you can only eat one. Mike, you shouldn't be doing that at 50 years old. Well, calm down. This is what you do, Mike. I got a thing for you. This is called I found out about it in my, uh, my uh, shenanigans or whatever you want to call my escapades of uh, yes, the feeding yes. world, the eating world. Shenanigans. Uh, you go, you know, I, I have a couple friends who are pro eaters. I was contacting a lot of people. They're giving me, you know, advice. So you go over to Lorenzo's. You get their pizza. Their pizza's like this big, a one slice. And then you go to Jim's. You take, you order a cheesesteak from Jim's. You put the cheesesteak in the pizza and you roll it up and eat them together. It's called a, a Philly taco. That's, huh. called, that's called a heart attack. If you ever lift the food ban, I will eat a Philly taco right here. I can't. My health has been going out a lot lately, so I can't risk that. There's been some girls that come in the studio. I call them Philly tacos. Do you, Mike? I'm going to call it a women's rights movement. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> just kidding. Just You're kidding. all excited. The studio's open. That's all you can talk about. You excited? Toxic Radio's back open, Mike. Dude, I You don't know Toxic Radio's been shut down. We've just, been shut down just, for, what, two months, Mike? I think Mike? he's more happy, hungry for hope. Well, not hungry. Are just we the, hope are we the first show here. back, or is there other shows that have been nah, in here? Supreme was up. Uh, yeah, Supreme uh, with the Funky Contradiction. How about my man the, Fishman? Was the first one back. Fish has been back to do one show. He should be back this Saturday. You guys got to tune into him Saturday. Um, oh. we're, we're looking to get all the rest of the shows back in the studio. It, tell, um, tell the people it, when, when Fishman shows on. That's every Saturday starting at 7 p.m. Tell, tell us about him. I like the guy. It is the best metal from your hair days to today. Rock out with the Fishman. And tune in to the Heavy Metal Happy Hour with the Fishman. All right. It looks like I wasn't paying attention to the new device that's in front of me during the show. But we have a guest on the line. We actually mentioned them on the show earlier. Oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, there we go. What's we going on? I have no idea what's going on. I'm here. MMA, pro MMA fighter, future pro wrestler Lex Ludlow is on the line. Oh. You can you Lex, you there? Can you hear me? We can hear you, brother. Tell everybody who you are, man. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> I'm Wes Ludlow. That's who I am. What's your background? You What's your background, brother? <laughs> Say again, buddy? What's your background? Uh, I wrestled since I was five years old. You, you, you did some MMA. Tell, professional MMA? Yeah, I fought, I, fought, I fought pro MMA. An amateur, right? You're all over the area doing <laughs> I was an amateur. I was an amateur champ as well. What was your record, amateur pro, am, amateur MMA? Amateur, I was five and two. Five and two, and my now only, my my only losses were to uh, Carl Rogers, and he's a uh, top fifteen middleweight in the UFC right now. I, I've seen your videos; they're, they're pretty impressive. You got good mic skills, but tell everybody you're you're going to you're trying to get you're getting into pro wrestling. You've been training. You've been training to get into pro I'm, wrestling. Uh, well, you've been off now, but you're you're getting I, back I, on all uh, this. So I tore I tore my ACL um, a little over last year uh, training for a uh, fight. And, uh, I, uh, I put probably, uh, cause you know, like, as you know, when with the ACL, you're in a, uh, you know, you can't do anything for like three months. So I put a little weight on and whatever, but I, uh, you were a pro athlete, so you're, you're, too. you're in pretty good shape, right? You were in good shape. You're, everybody knows he's a professional MMA fighter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I definitely was. But I just lost 20 pounds in uh, two weeks, though, so I'm pretty proud of myself. I've, I've personally watched Lex beat the shit out of some people. Well, Lex is going to be, uh, you know, part of our, our wrestling promotion. We're going to be having him. He needs some more training, but the kid, you know, he's the kind of people we want. People like you, right? Like, we don't want no jabronis, you know. He's dedicated to the... the, the... Listen. Listen. I'm the type of guy that will, uh, I'm, the, I'm the first one to, uh, to enter, and I'm the last one to leave. I, work, I like to work as hard as I can. I got. I have two kids now. I'm trying to make like like boatloads of money so my family never has to worry about money again. You know what I mean? I remember you told me you told me your dream was to be a pro wrestler, and I was telling Tim earlier. People used to come when I when I trained at the Monster Factory, Larry Sharp. They'd come in and say that was their dream, and they did nothing to chase their dream. They never went to the gym. They had no bat. That's your dream, and look at your background. You've been wrestling your whole life, amateur wrestling. You did so, MMA. So, so, uh, so you've been chasing. You I grew up actually. Uh, I, I I remember the first match I ever watched. I was like five years old. I watched uh, Scott Steiner versus uh, Three Count, and I watched Scott Steiner uh, refiner them all. So this has been I your dream your whole life. Thing ever. God, I'm old. And my and my dad, um, my dad kept trying to get me into it. Get me into it. He would like 
my uh, my dad actually had like uh, five or six matches, and uh, my dad was a huge dude, and he uh, he would always try to get me to watch it, and and I got in a it was uh, kindergarten. I got into a car accident uh, on my way home, and I uh, was in the hospital. And they, they actually uh, they announced me uh, dead on arrival. They thought I was dead. I uh, I went and I uh, smashed my head into the windshield. And when I woke up, I was uh, underneath the uh, I was underneath the uh, what's it, the glove department. Hold on, so they announced and, uh, you dead on arrival, and then what? Twenty years later, whatever it is, you you went on to be a pro MMA fighter. And a potential, you know, yeah, well, pro wrestler. Well, hold on. So this is where this is where I fell in love with wrestling. So I went to the hospital, and my dad <laughs> he turns on uh, Monday Night Raw, and uh, Eddie Guerrero came down with China, and I, I like for some reason Eddie made me like fall in love with it, and that's all I watch like every week, all week. And my mom actually wouldn't even um she wouldn't even let me watch wrestling. She so I would have to my dad would tape it for me, and then I would watch it. Uh, like a week later or whatever, because my mom and dad were split. Oh, so I would, I would, I would always be late to the party wrestling, but I would always get to watch it. God, I'm so old. So, so that's exactly the kind of people we're looking for. This kid had a dream to be a pro wrestler his whole fucking life, and he put in the work. He he, he became a pro MMA fighter. He did amateur. You know, if you have a dream, you got to chase it, and you're gonna chase it. And I think I think the sky's the limit for you, Lex. What do you think? I really, I really appreciate that, man. I really do. You know, it's all up to I, you. Uh, you know. You you can lead somebody to water they say, but you can't make them drink it. Lex was the only person I've ever seen promos banned from a an amateur MMA pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll make it I'll make it a little controversial. So basically, what I said is uh, to this guy, like Donnie might hate me for this. I said I, I uh, in one of the interviews I said that uh, I'm basically nine uh, eleven. I am going to end you. Like, uh, like Jesus the, uh, Christ. twin towers. Jesus, Lex, we're going <laughs> to have to cut you off there, brother. We're, we're trying to stay on air. As soon as, as soon as future to the game posted that I had like 50 text messages on how people were going to kill me and how they wanted me to die and You're everything like man. that. And I was, You're perfect. For I remember I called my manager and I said, I don't know. This is, doesn't seem like it's too good. He's like, yeah, this is not good at all. Oh, He's like, there. we're going to have to get this take. You're fighting a manager. Uh, yeah, my fighting manager. Yeah, you're not going to be the only guy with uh, professional experience in another sport. We got a, uh, we got Tim Witherspoon. You, you're friends with, you know of him. You got a couple other guys we have coming in. We have a former NFL guy yeah, who might uh, be training. We're going to have a lot of pro athletes I, all training. I don't know if uh, Tim knows uh, Johannes. Uh, uh, he uh, he was a pro MMA fighter, and he was a pro Muay Thai fighter, and he's all he always. He would talk to me for hours about pro wrestling, and I messaged him the uh, the other day. I, we would joke around, and uh, I would say that me and him should uh, we should be a tag team, and we should be called the Wild Congos, and we hail from Congo, and we don't even we, we can't even speak English. But then I turn on him the whole time. I knew I knew English. That was like our joke. We'll, we'll work I'll on that. Probably Lex. get us canceled. But yeah, <laughs> you got some great ideas. I, I like your passion, Lex. Lex, how old are you? Tell everybody how old you are. I'm, uh, I'm 26. You're 26. You're in a perfect spot to find. You know, I was there. I think when I was 26, I think I started chasing my pro wrestling. I did my whole I, life. That's all I ever wanted to do. Just like you, Lex. I was the same way. I was chasing something. I started training at like 25. But when I walked into that, to pro wrestling, I was already, I went to the gym every day for hours. I was already in fucking great shape. I had like 15 years of amateur wrestling, semi-pro football, arena football, college football. You know, I had a background. Because I, I knew I wanted to do pro wrestling, so I had all this other shit. I knew I wanted to do something. You know, I didn't want to work nine to five, right, Lex? That's the dream. You got a family, you got I kids, and uh, I do that right now, dude. It's the worst thing in the world. But anybody can wish about it, but you know, a dream's awesome, but a dream is shit if you don't actually wake up and go chase it. You know, I could say I want to go to the fucking moon, Tim. Unless I go to the NASA, unless I go to space, what am I going to do to get to the moon? It might sound crazy, you know. A lot of well, a lot of dreams uh, are crazy, but they're not so crazy when you start working well, to them. And that's one thing I give Lex credit for. A lot of times, she's the only person since I made this announcement consistently in my inbox, consistently messaging me ideas, asking for updates, stuff like that. I like the dedication, and that's what's going to get you somewhere. Well, here's the thing, dude. So, like, as you guys know, like, I I, I went to the Monster Factory, and, uh... You got a couple months training. You You got got some training. You guys kind of know the story. Yeah, you don't have to go. You know, it's going to work out. 
It didn't yeah, work out there. Fine, yeah, we'll stay I'll just say that I had, a very bad, I had a very bad experience. You had a bad experience. You didn't like it. Really, it. It made me hate it. Like, I used to watch it every week. And uh, I, I actually, I haven't watched it since. I've, I've maybe, I, I caught like maybe like a WrestleMania. And this was like, your dream. And, you know, somebody group. can, the wrong experience. And that's why we're going to bring in, you got the passion. I, I, think, I think, like I said, man, I, I can't wait to see you chase this dream. Because I was there. I was 25, probably your age. I went to pretty boy larry sharp monster fact it was different he, he owned it back then and uh he trained me it was my dream my whole life and it was so awesome finally you know since i was a little kid that's all i ever wanted to do people used to laugh at me and i, I said you know at first you're a young kid you say you want to be a pro wrestler it's cool but then when you're like 25 and you know you tell people you want to be a pro wrestler they kind of laugh at you, you know so i stopped telling people i didn't tell people i wanted to do it anymore because i was like i'm just gonna go fucking do it so i did i, I didn't tell people when i first started I, I went to this private tryout and i didn't tell anybody i showed up last minute they didn't know who i was they saw my size they saw that you know you could tell in somebody's eyes when they want something i chased it man it was awesome you know i, I was there you know like i tell you you know i fucked up i i started you know seeing my dream come and uh you know, when you start getting, you know people you're signing autographs you're making money doing what you love you know sometimes we're not focused enough we fuck up, you know? That's all I can tell you. Keep, well, you're you know your biggest enemy, you know? When you're young, because uh, I, I, I had my first fight when I was 19 years old. Your first ever so when you're fight. young. Yeah, my first ever fight when I was 19 years old. So when you're young, even even though I lost my first fight, and but like then when I started winning, I had people around me, like, and I thought they were all my friends. And they blow up your ego, had, you know? Uh, Hundreds of people. They were nowhere uh, before you. When you weren't knocking people out, they were nowhere. But, but now, and that's one of the things I always tell people: don't surround yourself with yes men. Surround yourself with people that are going to keep it real with you. That's how Tim, like Tim, tells me. Oh, I, you know, people sometimes get pissed off because I tell them the truth. I don't. They I don't thought it keeps it. a little too real sometimes, and people don't like it. You know. Hey, do you guys want me to? You guys want me to tell you a little story? You got, I don't no, know, Lex, I never we're gonna have you. Story. We're gonna have you on the show uh, another time because we're, we're we're about to. We're about a minute away from closing. It but up. uh. Oh, before we, we're gonna have right. you on the show, we didn't know you're gonna call, and it was great. We we're supposed to have NFL guy call, and he's gonna call on uh, probably another time. But we're gonna have you back on. Uh, all I can say is, you know, stay on that path. I've been there. You know, that the people, everybody starts coming out of the woodworks. You're signing all, you're traveling, you're living your dream, and then I, I forgot what my dream was because I got caught up, and you, we all have egos. And you know, I I started doing the wrong shit, and you know, I got off track, and I fucked it up. And now I'm here to help people like you, so you can chase that dream and not fuck up like I did. And I think you will, and we're going to have you on the show one, the one day. One thing about life, they, 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 say, they say you only live one life, which is true, but, you know, you can mess up as much as you want, but you can still repair everything, you know what I mean? Absolutely, like, man. You I can still fix what you messed up, you know what I mean? Like, it's, you have one life, but you have nine lives, if that makes sense. Awesome, Lex. We can't wait to have you on again. Uh, thanks for calling in. No, we'll, we'll talk <laughs> I to you later. I, I thought I was hilarious. It's funny. Yeah, I had no idea you were going to call, and I'd love to have you on, you know, another time. We'll set it up. But uh, yeah, we'll sure, talk man. to you later, I brother. Really I'd love to do. Uh, I'd love to do in studio, and I'll bring my daughter. All right, just no eating in the studio. They got a new yeah, rule. it's a ban. But we'll talk to you later, Mike Lex. Food. Thanks for calling in, professional MMA fighter right, and uh, guy who's going to be wrestling, wrestling for us. See you, Lex. So that was Lex who called in. Hi, Tim. See you, Lex. That was Lex called in. Next week we have an awesome guest, Tim. Real quick, before we get into that, I have to break kayfabe a little bit because. Uh, she needs that shout out. First off, Isabel. Isabel Cudges. She's here in uh, New Jersey with Who's us. Who's Isabel? My, Tell everybody. My eight-year-old daughter, who I love dearly, and I'm very excited that she's going to be here this summer. And she's here now, and I just wanted to give you a special shout out. Love you, baby. Good job, Tim. Good job. Your kid, you went and picked her up, right? Yeah. From, uh, Flew back and forth to Cali. To Cali. During a pandemic. American Airlines is a piece of shit. Team Delta. All right, so next week's guest, Lex is awesome, man. We could have kept it. He had to call in so late. Uh, he might have called in before I just Mike threw a new device out. All right, well, we're, we're getting next week's guest. It, wait till you hear. Ne next week's guest, her name is Lauren Janae. You're not familiar. She's the co-founder co-founder of CrossFit. Google that shit. She's an inventor. Her and her ex-husband. She's from Philly, West Philly, where my family's from. She's the co-founder, but she's also, she's out there. She does a lot of stuff. She's a blue belt in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. She does all, all sorts of stuff. She's a founder of Manifest. Uh, she's a, she does a lot of fighting, a lot of cool stuff. She, I'm going to let her tell us that next week. But we will have the co-founder of CrossFit. You heard that here first. Pretty big deal, right, Tim? Yeah. 
Hit hit your Google. Google that name. You can even Google co-founder Lauren of Jeanette, CrossFit. Co-founder of CrossFit. Just Google. Fan co- of the show. She'll be. She has a lot of cool stuff. I'm gonna let her tell you. She'll be on next Wednesday at seven. If you have any questions after you Google her, send it to us. Maybe we'll ask it. Maybe we won't. She's a Philly girl living out in Oregon right now. You know, the one five probably has more money than God. Right? <laughs> that was a great idea, CrossFit. But we'll see you all next week, and we'll see you with her and big time Tim Kudges. And me, Reckless Downy Heart. But that that's all, right, Tim? Yeah. We're, I don't know. We're going over time we here. We did the special shout-out to replace Big Time Timmy Tells It Like It Is. That will be back next week. Dining with Donnie won't be because Mike hates food and he hates our show. And we'll see everybody next Wednesday, 7 p.m., with our guest, Lauren Janae, the co-founder of CrossFit. Remember, everybody, stay hungry. I'm out of here.